Hey mamas, and welcome to today's episode of High Vibe and Mama podcast. I am so pumped that you are joining me today. So this episode, this podcast was designed and created specifically to help moms heal from within and manifest their dream life. I'm your host, intuitive energy healer, crystal Reiki practitioner, Reiki master, and fellow mom, Ashley Gentry. Today's episode is all about one of my favorite topics, self-love, and three ways that you can start your self-love journey today. How often do you stop and think, I am not good enough? I hate X, Y, and Z about myself. I'm really unlovable. Um, I hate my life. I hate myself. Um, how often do you really like? How often do thoughts like that or similar to that pop up in your head? So. For myself today, I tell you maybe a few times here and there, but about three years ago, I would have told you that those types of thoughts were consuming my space in my mind. <laughs> Once I started to my self-love journey and not just, and I'm not just talking about like taking baths or treating myself to certain things, but true self-love where I dove deep within and rediscovered my, the version of myself forgave myself, showed myself some compassion and love, and embraced the newer, higher version of myself wholeheartedly, it was one of the most beneficial things that I've ever done in my life. So I'll be sharing with you today three three tips to start your self-love journey at the end of the episode. So make sure to stick around and make sure to click the follow subscribe button so that you're notified of the newest episodes of the High Vibe and Mama podcast. All right, let's get started. If you're one of the many people out there that have experienced those hurtful and painful thoughts and feelings of not being worthy, not being enough, hating themselves, hating their lives, thinking you're unlovable, um, that you, you feel all alone, that you'll never be happy, that you'll never be accepted by somebody else, well, then I want to officially welcome you to this club and let you know that you are not alone. I used to think for years in these thoughts that I was alone in them, that I was all by myself until I actually started putting them out into the open and talking to people about them. And the realization that there are so many more people out there that are going through the same thing as you do, you are, is so uplifting. And it's very, it's very, it makes you feel very connected to some other people, to others, you know? So I thought those kind of thoughts every single minute of every single day for over 15 years of my life. And honestly, I just really wanted to understand what was wrong with me. Why was I being punished? Why couldn't I be happy? Why couldn't I love myself? Why couldn't I be what, the, what everybody else wanted me to be and meet their expectations? I was actually suffering from depression, um, anxiety, and so much more. And I really chalked it up to a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things play into, my, into what brought on the depression and the anxiety and everything else. But specifically, I was so the one that really stands out to me is that I was so busy trying to be and meet everyone's expectations that as I grew and developed as a person, 
I was constantly rejected, told, no, that's not how it's done, or no, you can't do that, that's not what we believe in, Um, the list goes on, but the person I was growing into was constantly being shut down because she didn't follow the rules of society, because she didn't meet her family, her friends, the people that were around, surrounding her on a day-to-day basis, she was not meeting their expectations, so no matter what she was doing, no matter how hard she tried, I was constantly putting myself out there. I was constantly trying to make other people happy by trying to meet their expectations. And so with this, when this starts to happen, we start to form a mask. And this mask starts at a really young age. And every time we are told that we can't do, be, think, feel, experience something, we continue to build that mask until at some point we end up looking in the mirror, miserable, lonely, depressed, and say, who the fuck are you? We don't even recognize ourselves because we've been going through so many different circumstances, so many limiting beliefs, and we haven't really started to heal that within ourselves to bring on to the transformation that we truly desire, and that's to love ourselves, to be happy, to be the higher version of ourselves, and to show up every day living the life to fullest. So the foundation of who we are as people has been broken into millions of pieces and we are putting this mask on to try to hold it all together and to fit in with society to be accepted to feel loved and so those limiting beliefs those thoughts and feelings and energy blocks are what are holding us back from the transformation and the manifesting our dreams but as we start doing the inner work and digging deeper with personal and spiritual development tools we really start to shift those beliefs and feelings into something that is aligned with our true selves, not what people have been trying to get us to be for years. And when this happens, our energy levels shift to a higher frequency. And when we're happier and when we're vibrating at a happier, high, happier higher frequency, we're able to easier call, co-create and manifest with the universe the things that we truly desire in our lives. So my life hasn't always been sunshine and fucking roses, but it hasn't always been rain clouds and wind either. So I was depressed for years and years. And honestly, I thought and believed that I was left with two choices. So the first choice was I could just accept that my life is the way it is. And it was the hand that I was dealt. The second was to end my life. Take away the pain, the dis-ease I was constantly experiencing. So when I learned, I learned when I was about 25 years old that there was no, I was, when I was about 25 years old, I was at the point that there was almost absolutely no hope at all. I was desperate for an answer, somebody to tell me what was wrong with me and how to fix it. And so I, one day, um, was, had joined this Facebook group and I'd been a part of it for a little while and this coach had posted this big long post and in it I was like, yes, yes, I can relate to this. Yes, this is me. You're hitting all my pain points. Yes, yes, yes. And excuse me, she showed me a different life. She helped me see that there was more to life than doing than what just than, than doing just what was expected of us. And she taught me how to the how that I have a choice and how I live my life and that I was more than I thought. 
and that these limiting thoughts and beliefs weren't actually my truth and did not define who I was or my value as a person. She helped me really see past them. So, but a few years later, and not even a few years later, I mean, I'm talking like months, it was like a constant battle. Instead of being in a consistent state of depression, I was constantly riding the highs and lows of the depression. So, um, you know, and when it would come back, it would really come back in full, in full swing. So I would be right back to the place where I was contemplating, you know, death or life until about, until the end of December, 2017, a really good friend of mine took his own life. And when my husband and I went to his memorial service that they held here, um, it was honestly probably one of the hardest and most eye-opening experiences that I have ever had in my entire life. And I honestly hope that I never, ever, 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 ever have to go through that again because it was absolutely awful. Um, it was great to see everybody and to have a great time and celebrate the life of my friend. But everything his dad was telling us, his friends and his family about the last few days of his life and right before he took his own life, I could literally feel, not literally, like I could physically feel his peace and happiness that he finally felt. And I could, but I could also feel the, his family and his friends and their pain, you know, their pain and their sadness and their grief. And I mean, that's a lot to take in as an empath. So it made me realize though, that just because I would be releasing that pain and unhappiness by taking my own life, it does not mean that it was, it would be for the greater good. Okay. Um, so I've always had like this really strong sense that I was put on this planet in this life to do something amazing, to change the world, create massive impact in, in my heart. I knew that enough was enough. Okay. I was either going to do it or I was going to live life. And if I was going to live life, I was going to do that on my terms and in my way. And I was going to drop the mask and be 100 wholehearted, 100% wholeheartedly myself. I wasn't going to go down without swinging. That's for sure. (laughs) So honestly, what changed? What was the one thing that shifted me from being in that state of depression and feeling unworthy and not loved and alone to coming into a place where I wholeheartedly love myself and accept who I am 110%. Um, And that really was that self-love aspect was really getting down and rebuilding that foundation of myself. So whenever I see a pain post, a pain post for someone on social media, or I hear say someone say something bad about themselves, or I see that they're not living up to their fullest potential, I literally want to scream at the top of my lungs, you are fucking worthy, right? So I want to do this because you are worthy, because I know that it all comes back to one thing, loving yourself. So how do we start loving ourselves, right? So let's go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and start jumping in with some really cool 
with three really great um, tips on how you can start your self-love journey today. And um, I also really want to encourage you to hop on to Instagram and check my page out at Reiki with Ashley because I will be posting lots more tips and talking about, you know, my self-love journey and the journey that I, the self-love journey I've helped others on so that you really can, you know, take this full amount of information and really apply it into your life and get the transformation you want and raise your energetic vibration so that you can start manifesting the desires that you want into your life. So with that said, let's hop into the first step is, which is building your self-worth. Ultimately, when we start building our confidence and when we start building our self-loves for ourselves, what'll start happening is that we're going to start really seeing a huge change in how we value ourselves. Um, you know, it's really good. You're going to really see a huge difference in the faith that you have in yourself, which I completely believe me it. I completely believe means self-confidence. Um, you're going to be rebuilding your foundation and starting this self-love journey that's getting to know yourself on a deeper level. It's not just about what my favorite color is or what my favorite part of my body is or any of that kind of stuff. No, it's about going like three times deeper, okay? So you ask yourself, if everything was taken away from you, your, all your material possessions, your family, your friends, your significant other, your children, everything that you have, if it was taken away from you, what would you have left of value? I'm going to give you a second to think about that. All right. So most people will tell you that they will have nothing left. And that's because we tend to put our worth in things and people. But if you have a higher level of self-worth, then everything taken away from you won't change who you are as a person. You will always have yourself, no matter what. It won't shake your belief. Having, being this higher, having that self-worth, it's not going to shake your belief in yourself. It's not going to crumble that confidence, and it's not going to crumble, crumble your foundation if something or someone or a material thing is taken away from you. Because you're not putting your measure or of your value upon only external circumstances. You're placing that value of yourself from within. So you're going to get real with yourself. Ask yourself, who am I? Who am I not? What am I passionate about? What do I value? What do I believe in? But also really dig deep into questions that have to do with like, what do I struggle with? What am I really good at? What fear, fears or worries often pop up for me? Um, where am I often making mistakes? What are others saying about me? And literally go ask and out and ask people, what do you think about me? When, when you think about me, what's the first thing that pops up? And you'd actually be really surprised about what people say about you. And, and most of it is going to be really, really, really valuable. It's going to be really inf good information and it's going to make you feel a whole lot better about yourself as well. So then once you've got your, when you're answering these questions, I want you to get into the nitty fucking gritty. I mean, I want you to get super fucking clear and understand who you are in this world and how you see yourself. And the best way to do that is by asking yourself why and do it three times. So answer your why, then start, you know, and then ask yourself why, and then ask yourself again, why, 
and you're going to go down. Each time you ask yourself why, you're going to get more of a clear idea of the answers that more so align with you, that are your truth. All right. The next step is forgiving yourself. So a lot of times if somebody does something wrong to us, we are very open to forgiving them most of the time. Um, We have to think, though, is that we, we, you and I, are not perfect. We're human beings. We are made to have imperfections, to have flaws, to make mistakes, to fail. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that because we learn and we grow from those flaws, those mistakes, those failures, if we allow ourselves. My daughter does this journal book every morning and it's called like the big life journal. And something it told her, something it said the other day, like, and I highly value because I truly honestly stand behind this 110% that when we do something right, our brains don't grow because our brains are so are channeled to do that already, right? Like they know how to do it. They, they're not growing. But if we make mistakes, our mind is instantly growing from those mistakes because we're learning from them. We learn that, oh, you know, the, you know, the pen goes to the paper. I mean, it's, it's, it's really like common sense, but like it's something so silly to bring up as an example, but it's true. You know what I mean? Because we don't, if we don't put the pen to paper, we don't make what we desire to create right? So, um, it's really about, you know, growing from those mistakes, growing from those failures, you know, and really just applying that into our lives as well. Your true nature, it's not good. It's not bad. It's not neutral. It's not ugly. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's the real and authentic you, and building self-love requires you to not only love yourself for your past, to only forgive yourself for your past mistakes and your failures and your flaws, but also to fully embrace them wholeheartedly as part of what makes you the amazing person you are. If I hadn't gone through half the stuff that I've gone through, I wouldn't have been where I am at today. I wouldn't probably not be here talking to you guys about energy and self-love and how it's changed my life and how it changes other people's lives and how you can really apply it into your day-to-day life. I could be on a whole nother track of life. So it's really important to actually take some appreciation for the, the circumstances that you have come through and what you've achieved and overcome and to not put the labels of good, bad, ugly, um, neutral, um, right, wrong onto it. Because, and you know, not to put those kind of labels onto it, just to be able to forgive yourself for those, make sure that you're understanding and embracing that you're not a perfect person and do it without the judgment and then without the excuses. We, um, so we tend to spend a lot of time focusing on negative instead of letting ourselves see the positive, the good things. So for this section, what's something you can do that'll really help you is start to um, write every morning or when you're feeling kind of, you know, in this space, in that that downward spiral space, 
take a second to write down anything that you are angry at yourself for, you're jealous of, um, that you desire, that um, you don't understand, you know, complaints, fears, worries. Put them out on the paper, out on paper, and then look at each and every one of those things. So, and then give, try to figure out, like when you're looking at those things, try to look at what's positive about those things. So for example, like I could be super mad and upset and disappointed that I have stretch marks from having children, but I have kids. I have kids that I love. They're amazing. And I wouldn't be who I am today without them. They make me a better person. They help me see so much more in this world and to open my mind. And not only that, but there are some people out there that desperately are trying and want to have children, but they can't. So really, you know, you spend so much time looking at what you you fear and what you're worried about and the complaints and the bitches and moans and all that good stuff when honestly you're not even stopping and looking where that has gotten you. You know, your current your past money situations, what have you learned from those? How how have they helped you grow into the person that you are today? You know, your job, you might not like it, but how has it helped you grow into the person you are in today? What are the positive things that come out of it? All right, last but not least is starting to treat yourself with love, tolerance, compassion, and kindness. We tend to really go all out when it comes to other people. We give them love. We give them tolerance. We forgive them. We give them compassion. We give them kindness. So how can you start speaking to yourself in a more positive, high energetic way that supports you, that shows yourself love and tolerance and compassion and kindness and forgiveness? Where can you stop looking for outside circumstances for approval or acknowledgement? It's really start to, it's really the time to start looking within yourself for the, the things that you desire. You can't love You've got to learn how to love yourself more. You've got to give more love. If you want happiness, what can you do more of that brings you joy? All right, loves. Well, that's all for today. If you'd like more advice and tips on self-love and shifting your energy to high vibe, join me over on Instagram at Reiki with Ashley, R-E-I-K-I with Ashley. Um, also, this is the last week to get $10 off of any of my crystal Reiki healing sessions. So if you'd like to book a session, make sure to head over to the description and click the link in the, click the link and, um, book your session. Uh, all right, moms. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day and I'll catch you next week or over on Instagram. Love and peace, mama. Mwah. Thank you.